Welcome to episode nine of the uh, Marketing Matters podcast from BSA Marketing. Uh, as usual, I'm sat here today with uh, David Wright, my fellow podcast presenter. Yes, good afternoon, everybody. And uh, here we are in the rain. In the rain again. I was just thinking we're turning into a, uh, a bi-weekly um, uh, Glossop weather forecast. But every time it seems to be raining at the moment. But it doesn't always rain in Glossop. But, yeah, uh, but I think you need to have a weather forecast in Glossop about every 20 minutes because <laughs> it keeps changing. Well, that's true. That's true. But today, um, we're going to talk about um, search marketing. And I, I mean, my, my the bit of paper here is entitled SEO, but it's not really about SEO. It's about, I think, search marketing, which is about making sure that your content can be found on uh, search engines because however you look at it search engines are still critically important to to marketing but in niche niche markets it is more than more about the content than optimization seo in itself um so do you have any opinions on that i'm sure you do because you usually have an opinion on most things. bound to bound. <laughs> well i think if you think about it it's obvious because if you look if you think of search optimization of the process of getting your website to rank well on search engines when people make searches uh, so that they will hopefully click mm. through to your site, then if your site, if the content on your site isn't up to scratch, then they're going to get there and get disappointed and leave again. So the idea of just focusing on getting good rankings is um, a bit pointless, really. And actually, what you should be doing is focusing on having good content. And as, as we're, um, I think we're sort of focusing on today, actually good content is a great way of getting good rankings. So do you, do you think it's significant? Because I've, I've noticed over the last six months, I mean, we used to get regularly, probably at least three or four times a week, we'd get phone calls from someone uh, or emails from people saying that they could uh, improve our search rankings and they could optimize our website and for particular key terms. I don't recall getting those very much anymore. Do you think it's significant they've they've stopped happening? I, th I think they're still around. And when, when you talk to people, there is still a lot of talk about oh i am an, an seo specialist i i do i do specialist search search rank marketing um but i think that the that sort of the common theme i hear is that that uh, they that businesses experience of search particularly sort of sm smaller niche market business um businesses their experience of search goes through three phases which is the um the uncertainty of wanting to of thinking mm, i think we need to do this the excitement of working with a um a search a search optimization either person or company to to drive that search forward and, and sometimes yeah sure see that their uh, their website is ranking higher when certain searches are put in and then the third stage the disappointment when they realize that actually it's not having any meaningful effect for yeah them. And, I, and i think it might have something to do with the fact that people have got wise to the idea that someone coming along and saying i can get your uh, website to rank for um whatever particular search term is a bit irrelevant really because it's dead easy if you pick it pick a random enough search term it's dead easy to get it to the top it's about actually appearing when people are doing real searches and actually that's a lot more difficult to to target because people don't they they don't search for internet marketing or email marketing they they search for much more complex things like 
uh, I want to use email to, to market my business. And t so targeting that, and there's so many different combinations of that, it can be really difficult to target a particular keyword. So it, you've got to take a different approach, I think. And I, th I think the other thing is that n too rarely is the process of search, um, search marketing tied in with analytics and monitoring and seeing, well, okay, uh, we're doing this search marketing, whatever that means. Are we getting more people visiting our website? Are we getting more traffic to our website? And if we are, what is that traffic? What are those visitors doing when they get to the website? Because that's when it gets really interesting to be able to track the flow of are people actually engaging with you? Yeah, but well, but that's a whole different podcast. The whole I mean, I well, think we've, we've yes. talked about it a little yeah. bit in the past, but um, but I think here we're talking about um, how you make sure your content is found on search, and I think it's moved. In my view, my my view, it's always been like this, but I think the world has finally caught up with me um, that it's more about considering your content as a whole rather than specific keywords and your focus is on on the content you're writing and making sure that that content is good but at the same time when you're writing it thinking about how people are going to search for it and making sure that the text you're using and the words you're using actually reflect the searches that people are likely to make but the focus is very much first and foremost on what you're writing and then as a, a sort of a, a secondary thing as a byproduct thinking about how that will perform in search I, th I think that's right and I think just bef before we go any further I'd like to make one distinction and that is I think we are here primarily talking about the search marketing as it applies to SME businesses where there is an element of, of niche to what they do because if you are a pure um, e-commerce business looking to sell what is effectively a commodity to a global market where you are just in the mix with everybody else whether it's selling cheap flights or insurance or that that sort of global product or even um, books and music I suppose the old Amazon thing they see they how they've won by um, moving away from looking for a book customer to looking for Amazon but maybe we'll come back to that but my, my point is that for those people search ranking is absolutely critical but a very complex and very expensive yeah. process and i think i'm glad you made that point because the title of my notes actually does say seo in, in niche markets and i think the fact that we're talking about niche markets is key here because as you say if you're talking about uh, optimizing for big consumer competitive consumer markets it's a very different ball game and and not what we're talking about here it's about when you're talking about uh, searches for uh, or optimizing for searches that are not that common and there are not there may be thousands or tens of thousands of people searching for them, not the millions and billions that there are the or it could be that you you can take your your product or service and turn it into a niche because you say we focus on uh, servicing our local area so what could be a more generic product but if somebody is looking for i want that i want car insurance in glossop then that is perhaps something you could optimize for more easily than just optimizing for car insurance and and i mean we'll move on but uh, there's a very good tool in google in that with google uh, google business um which it gives you the opportunity to create your presence in a local market and it's very good for sort of um working on on local search but but anyway to move on a little bit we've we've talked to, around the subject of of search marketing but how do you actually 
would you recommend um, going about actually optimizing your content? Is it something you've just got to do randomly or, or are there tools around, leading question here, are there tools around that maybe you could use to, uh, to help you? Well, I think um, that, again, we've said several times, our, we have very much nailed our colors to the WordPress mast. And uh, with, with so many people using WordPress, WordPress has a number of, of tools which we, we believe are really helpful. Um, but our favorite is a thing called Yoast, which is um, quite nicely, there is a, there's a paid for version, but the, the free version is, is very powerful for, for helping you. And what it does, it, it, it analyzes when you, you write content for your website it you you say to it i want this content to be optimized for insert keyword here um and it will then do an analysis of your of what you've written and give you ideas as to how it could be better optimized and and i think it's not a it's not a guarantee but it's it, it's a way of um just having an objective view of how well is this content rank uh, optimized for that uh, that particular keyword or key phrase and i know from practical experience and many clients have said the same thing to me that using yoast has a significant and positive impact on the ranking that they can get for their their content yeah and and it can become a bit of a game because it, it has this nice traffic light system going from red amber to green and the more you optimize it it goes from red to amber to green and all all the and it, all the different recommendations it gives you also have that sort of color coding as well so you can play a bit of a game trying to get them all all green but i think you have to also accept that sometimes to get them perfectly optimized from Yoast's point of view would be detrimental to the content you're writing. So it's got to be a balance between, you've got to remember that you're writing for the real world. And sometimes I will write stuff and I'll accept it's never going to be anything other than orange because for various reasons. And to get it green, I would have to compromise the content and I'm not willing to do that. And I think you have to think about that uh, when you are optimizing it, that what, what's the priority? It's not necessarily about getting a green light on Yoast. It's about uh, writing good content that is well optimized. I think some people think it is just about getting a green light on Yoast, but uh, I have to agree with you that there there is definitely a, a balance. Absolutely, and and I think um, it's a, it's a good tool all round because of the fact that. Um, it leads you through it, as I mentioned, that there, is, there are sort of, it's not just about you have to randomly uh, try stuff until it happens. It actually gives you recommendations saying there aren't enough, um, uh, your keyword doesn't appear in the post often enough or your keyword isn't in the title or the, um, the, the URL, two things which are very important. And this is all stuff that Yoast is continually looking at um, search engines and uh, the way that the good sites that rank well and is building it into to it, its algorithms. So it is, it, is a, it is a really good tool. And we will actually put a link to the uh, uh, Yoast plugin in the, the comments at the bottom underneath the, the plugin, so anyone who, who's looking for it. Um, so just to, to finish off, um, our, I think we always try and sort of finish off with, um, with, some com with some tips and things. So if somebody wants to start looking, focusing more on uh, the, the search uh, optimization of their content, what's the first thing they should do? Well, I, as I said before, I think we are here particularly concentrating on people who have 
uh, WordPress websites. And there is, I, I might go as far as to say, well, if you don't have a WordPress website, maybe you should think about getting one because the the power that that WordPress gives you is is quite phenomenal. But assuming I should you point out, we're not sponsored by WordPress. <laughs> maybe we should talk. To maybe, them. maybe we should. <laughs> Other CRM systems are available, but they're not as good. <laughs> uh, I just love it. Anyway, um, but yeah, assuming that you you have a WordPress site, then just go on and install the WordPress, the, the Yoast plugin in, in the normal way um, and then just take a look at it. I mean, if you, if you want some help, um, drop us a line and we can either install it for you or give you some pointers as to how to, uh, how to get started with it. But getting, getting Yoast on your site is a really good starting point. Yeah, and I think we should also say there is a premium version of Yoast, a paid-for version of Yoast. But to be honest, in 99% of cases, uh, the, the free version does an excellent job. Um, and if there's only certain circumstances where you might need the, the paid for one, but so, so focus on the free one. And I would say the second thing, once you've got it installed, is to identify key pages. And the number one page to optimize is your home page. And just look at your home page uh, and identify what sort of uh, phrase you, you think is, is most relevant and optimize it with Yoast. Just put that phrase into Yoast and, uh, and go through and see if you can, you can get a green light. <laughs> And the other, I think the third thing, the final thing that we're going to talk about today, I would say is um, all the time, try and be optimizing your brand, get your brand out there, because there is no question for pretty much every company, if somebody searches for you by your company name, being ranked number one is very easy, unless you have a, an unfortunate, uh, unfortunately common company name. Um, yes, well, yeah, we have a client called Jones, and that, that one is SEO for them, for their company name, is a little bit tricky. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, and I think the final thing I would say is um, to make optimizing your content part of your, your, the creation process. So when you're writing a, a blog post, once you've written it, the, the final last thing you should do is to, um, is to actually take it through the Yoast process and optimize it for a particular key phrase and i will just add one final thing if you are considering engaging a an seo specialist then if they are simply talking about getting your site to rank highly for keywords then just run if on the other hand they are taking a joined up approach and talking about delivering good content and monitoring the performance so you can see how much traffic the work that's going into is being produced then perhaps you're onto something and, and as a final, final, final thing, I will just, I'll trail a future podcast, which I'm sure we'll do. And that is to not forget about uh, the idea of AdWords uh, or Google advertising. Because to be honest, if you it's are... It's not called AdWords anymore. It's called it, Google Advertising, Google, Google Adverts nowadays. It's called Google Ads. Or Google Ads, terribly sorry. But you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and I think to consider that, because if you're thinking about spending sort of 300 quid a month on uh, on an SEO specialist, actually, that sort of budget in Google Ads will probably, in niche markets, will probably do you an even better job of getting uh, getting to the top of Google for specific things, and it's a lot more controllable, much quicker, um, and uh, much more, and, and very measurable as well. So, as well, so say so that's an, another podcast, but um, uh, I think it's just worth a mention here. Um, so, on that note, we will uh, we'll finish for today, uh, and until next time, I will just say happy marketing. And as always, you can um, 
Find out more information at our website, BSA Marketing. Um, you can get straight to podcasts at podcast.bsamarketing.com or on your uh, favorite podcast app. Um, and we're on Twitter and LinkedIn at BSA Marketing. It's lucky somebody's focused on the marketing because I've completely forgotten about that bit. <laughs> anyway, see you next time. Bye. Bye.